Clydesdale Media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 Season Series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining. I'm Kat Shearer. This is the Clydesdale Media Presents Athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games Semifinals. And we are here with McKenna Enslin. McKenna, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. I'm so excited. Awesome. So um, it's Tuesday. Did you work out today? Oh, yes. Um, I was off from clinical today. Um, so I worked the weekend. So I had off today. Um, went in the gym in the morning, did a little session, then gonna came back home, made some lunch and then head back in a bit. I'm gonna finish up and then coach in that evening. Okay. So you are your PT? Yes, I'm a student still. A um, couple okay. more weeks. But uh, yeah, student physical therapist. Where are you going to school? I'm at University of Scranton right now, um, and I'm currently doing a clinical rotation um, in uh, St. Luke's Hospital in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Ah, okay. You're not too far from mm -hmm. me. I'm in Delaware. Oh, excellent. Awesome. Right outside of Philly, so that's not far. Awesome. But you, are you from Scranton? Yes. I was raised in like the rural area, like outside of it, like 30 minutes outside. Um, and then I started attending school at University of Scranton. Now I live in Scranton. Got it. How far away is Bethlehem? That feels like a hike. Oh, it's like an hour, 15 minutes. It's quite a drive. That's not cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only a couple more weeks, though, and then you're free free to go. Do you have plans for um, the future in terms of jobs? Are you trying to, are you sort of gambling on this CrossFit Games thing to see what happens? <laughs> so actually, I just accepted a position at an outpatient physical therapy clinic um, in Clark Summit. Um, it's called Impact Physio, um, and the owner, John Salva, he's, like, really tight with um, my CrossFit affiliate, so oh, nice. um, hopefully get to kind of blend my love of CrossFit and physical therapy together um, as a career, so I'm really excited. That's great. Yeah, I've always thought that that was kind of a cool a cool blending of things. You know, it seems like the perfect um, combination, CrossFit Absolutely. and PT, and I think it's important for like I've been to a couple of PTs and the ones that sort of understand what we do as CrossFit athletes just makes such a huge difference. And I feel like some of the ones that don't really get it, um, especially when I send my clients to PT and it's that whole, what is it? Treat and street, you know, you want to like <laughs> them and then get them on, you know, can you go to the bathroom? Can you walk? You know, can you right. get a job? That's one thing. But, you know, I, I would always fill out the forms and everything would be like, yes, I can sit on the toilet. Yes, I can tie my shoes. Yes, I can drive a car. Yes, I can go to work. And it's like, but I can't do the things that I want to do. And absolutely, that's yep. where I need the help. So we need more people like you in the field. So yes, like, like it's as an athlete, it's so important that we like nitpick. And if something's a little bit painful, it's, right. you know, let's work on that. Like, like you said, if you can go to the bathroom and function fine, like that's great. That's but not good enough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we need to be like on our best performance all the time. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, so you've been in this CrossFit game officially with the Open since about 2017. Do you want to talk us through sort of your origin story of how you found this amazing sport that we all love so much? Absolutely. Um, so it all started with my parents and my aunt and my uncle. Um, they okay. started following CrossFit.com programming in my aunt's basement. 
Uh, I want to say I was about 12 years old at the time. Um, and they would just do like modified workouts. Um, I would jump in here and there, um, as a, you know, 12 year old doing the best I could. Um, and then I, Were your parents always active like that. Cause I didn't um, have active parents. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. They, they really started caring about their health, like around that era. Um, they kind of went into the journey together, my parents and then my, my uncle. So, okay. um, they would work out um about a couple times a week four to five times a week um and then actually my aunt started her own affiliate um alongside of her business partner Kalina and Mark Cabbage um and that is now CrossFit Vertex um which Paige Semenza trains at too so um my aunt was a co-owner of that for 10 years um she's recently stepped out of the business but um so I've had like a kind of a family upbringing within the gym um I was in and out of CrossFit for, um, I was, I kind of started back up in high school. I was a sophomore in high school, so around 16, 17 years old. Um, I kind of used it as like a supplement training for, um, I was a competitive cheerleader. Okay. Um, yeah. And, like uh, yes. Yep. Base, base or flyer? I was a back spot. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty tall. I'm five foot six. Okay. So, um, I had those long arms too. So I had to, you know, always <laughs> save those stunts and everything. Right. Um, what, how about your tumbling? What level were you? Um, I was up to like a level five on a, you know, a decent day. I was, I, I was on a level five team, but I wasn't really a tumbler too much, but I had like some of the basic skills, but, um, mostly I was on it for stunting. I went to worlds twice. Um, so it kind of fitted in CrossFit in between being on a level five team. Okay. Really too like, you know, permissive. So I would go like two to three times a week just for like some supplement like conditioning. Um, did you have to get that approved? I know like at my they, daughter's gym, she if she did another sport, like they had to approve her to do it because they were okay with me doing that because it was kind of like conditioning. They were obsessed uh-huh. with us, like getting extra conditioning in. Um and they saw like the improvements that I was making in terms of like my like capacity and like my strength. And they were, they were pretty cool with it as long as I wasn't like too beat up from it when I was only going like two to three times a week for just like a one hour affiliate class. So it wasn't yeah, too, yeah. too much, so, but yeah, like you said, they, they didn't like us doing other sports either. Yeah. And well, and, and when you do all start here, it's, you can't, you can't do another sport really. It's Absolutely not. Have the no. time because you're training, you know, year round, even though the season's like what, like December through, May or something right. like that, but you're getting all that choreography in the summer and, and you figure yeah. it all out. Um, that's interesting. Cause yeah. I imagine you're pretty athletic and you could probably have done any sport and done well with it. But um, was yeah. there any point in time during high school when you kind of regretted that and wished you had maybe done an organized sport? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think that finding cheerleading was for me and it taught me so many lessons um, like team building and just discipline um, and time management on top of school and everything. Um, I think the lessons that I took away from cheer, just, I, I really am thankful for it. Like I didn't have much time outside to like be with friends or do like, you know, outside sports, like school sports. But um, I just, I think as a person, I'm so grateful for the lessons that it taught me. Um so yeah, I, I I don't have any regrets with that at all. It it checked all the boxes. 
Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and your, your family is your family. You know, that's, yeah. that's sort of the people you hang out with. So that's interesting. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. So all starts here. Did you do that through your, till you were eligible, like till you were 18? So uh, that was the plan. Okay. Um, going into my senior year, I was captain of my level five team and, um, we had some good hopes. Um, I was on world cup. Uh, it was called blackout at the time. Oh, world cup. I know. World cup. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So they, they, uh, they kind of joined with us. The, the gym was originally called Keystone extreme. Okay. Um, and then we, um, started working with world cup and then they kind of bought out our gym and we became like a satellite okay. gym through world cup. Um, so world cup's Scranton is what it's called now. Um, so that was the name of my team. Um, I was going to be captain of the team. And then I was doing um, a full uh, roundup back into full the one day during summer conditioning. And I felt a pop in my knee. Oh, no. um, and I got an MRI and I ended up having a complete tear of my ACL and my medial meniscus. So that took me out for the entire season, which was really heartbreaking. Um, yeah. But uh, kind of a blessing in disguise. I found CrossFit as like my main sport after that, just kind of trying to build up my conditioning again. Um, I was able to go more during the week because I had more time, as you know, that sure. all starts living. There's no time to really do too much, but senior year, I kind of laid back a little bit, got to see my friends a lot more, my family, and then started attending CrossFit a lot more. Um, so I didn't cheer in college or anything like that. I just kind of kept on attending CrossFit. And um, so, yeah, that, and ever since then, I've just been being consistent with it. And I love it. So. At what point did you um, decide to sort of be competitive with it? Was it sort of after that year coming back from the ACL tear? Yeah, I, I remember I did the Open um, after that year. That was my first Open, but I wasn't really competitive. It was just kind of like a participation thing. I really didn't have any interest in being competitive until the first year of quarterfinals. Um, I like kind of accidentally did better than I thought. Um, I think I placed in, so at the time it was just out of North America. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I placed like 350th in North America. Yep. And I, okay. Gotcha. And I was shocked. Um, so I, at that point I said, okay, like maybe I could do better. And I, I kind of sat down with um, the affiliate owner, Kalina, and we kind of just discussed, Hey, like maybe it's time to just try some different programming and follow like a competitor's track um, and just see where it goes. So what, what kind of programming are you following now? Right now I'm following uh, Misfit Athletics. Um, I'm on the MFT program. And Paige is doing that too, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have such a fun time learning from her and everything. Um, I get to train with her um, a few days a week. Um, sometimes our schedules don't really line up. Um, I'm pretty much full time with my clinical. So the weekends are super fun to do with her. You know, we kind of do like a little like mini training camp on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, and then when I'm on breaks from school, we like kind of hit it hard and mm -hmm. um, train during the week and stuff. So you made some huge leaps, um, you know, top 200, let's call it last year into mm -hmm. the top 20. Yeah. Um, what do you I, attribute that to? Honestly, I, I attribute I mean, it. Are you going to be like a natty or not? 
on you. <laughs> I know. I, I'm like nervous, but <laughs> I just. You're peaking. Coming to yeah. I think it's just a mindset switch. I, I mean, I, I switched programming. I, you know, took out a whole bunch of stuff in my life that didn't, you know, agree with the competitor's lifestyle. Like I, I mean, I mean, I'll admit it. I'm in college. I used to go out with my friends and, you know, I'm 25. Yeah. You're still young. Okay. Right. So, you know, I, you know, I, I, I would do the competitor stuff and, you know, have fun on the weekends and eat whatever I want and be up all night and Mm -hmm. everything. And then, but this year I just, I wanted just to see what would happen. And I gave, I gave it everything. I, you know, I started eating clean. I started training with Paige and, um, you know, really just listening to my body and building what Misfit calls that athlete IQ on like, you know, learning about yourself. And I mean, I don't, I don't honestly don't know. Um, what made such a big difference i know that the open this year in terms of programming was kind of like a wheelhouse for me i got pretty lucky with the open workouts um last year with there being no max out um really dropped my standings a lot um i'm definitely more of a heavy hitter um so having the return of the one right max this year really helped my standings um but and overall i would just say like discipline and consistency and you know just you know dialing in everything outside of the gym yeah so let's talk about your wheelhouse stuff you said Mm -hmm. you're more of a a strength bias yes yes absolutely um olympic lifting um i love snatching i love cleans um anything anything like that heavy barbell in a workout Mm -hmm. um i love good because strength is really hard to, to build if you don't have it. And especially, um, you know, you're on the younger side and it takes a lot of years. And it sounds like with your background in cheer, especially being a back spot, like you were (laughs) right. You're lifting a lot. Yes, exactly. And my dad used to work with me a lot. He's a certified Olympic weightlifting coach. Um, so he would work with me on my technique and stuff. So, um, so that's, uh, kind of my background with that, but I also love anything on the machines. Um, the echo bike I just love to make it hurt like and just feel that like fire in my lungs and um the rower um the skier any anything on the machines long short um what's that power output oh yes yeah power output in general um I'm not the best at it but I love like handstands like handstand walks handstand push-ups wall climbs um they're fun um so hopefully I'll get to see some of that in semis. Um, now with Adrian doing a lot of the programming, you know, we're back to a lot of classic gymnastics stuff. Is that mm-hmm. um, something that maybe you is, is a more of an opportunity for you or are you feeling like pretty dialed in with that as well? Um, I think if it were to be anything on the pull-up bar, I'm going to struggle a little bit. I'll, I'll admit it. Um, or maybe like a, if we see that strict, legless rope climb mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're not going to do it too hot but that's okay it's okay um I'm just excited to see kind of my growth in that too because I've been working so hard on that um anything like like upper body pulling um rope climbs uh chest of bars bar muscle ups ring muscle ups um you know we, we tend to kind of hit that about two to three times a week so um I'm, I'm curious to see like kind of how I compare in the semis field yeah 
it'll be it'll be a good comparison. How about any other like outside competitions you've done? Like, have you done TFX, Wadapalooza, sorry, any of those larger competitions? Yeah, I I tried to qualify for Wadapalooza this year. Um, I uh, for the individual. Okay. I did. I didn't make it. Um, I got I got pretty hammered by. Uh, there was a workout with pull ups. Um, chest to bar, bar muscle ups, and there was shuttle runs in between. So uh-huh. it was just pulling, 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 pulling yeah. and running. And I just, it just dropped me down so far. I, there was no coming back from that. Um, and TFX was, I think the qualifier for that was only a few weeks after Wadapalooza. And I was just so mentally drained and like discouraged from not making Wadapalooza that I was like, I, I, I'm not ready. Yeah. to do this right now so I just said like as an athlete I feel like it's going to be more beneficial for me just to lay off the qualifiers and the competitions until um the open shows up um but other than that I've done a few local comps nothing super competitive um and uh I did and- water I did Wallapooza like in 2018 I think um, okay so nothing, nothing at this level three days long no, no, yeah, I this will be a, a first for me. Have you done any kind of simulation weekend simulations yet? Um, so I, I I have like we we do we'll do like a three day in a row or a four or a four day in a row um stretch, and I tend to do about like anywhere between like three to four pieces per day. Um, usually about two metcons and then like a lift and a skill. Mm-hmm. um something like that so in terms of like volume I think I'll be okay I think it'll just be a question of intensity um because I know that that competition day intensity is a lot different than like a training day yeah so that'll be the real test I think too just based on um the volume of athletes that we've interviewed it seems like first big competitions there's a couple things like um you know, mindset, attitude, you know, when something comes that's maybe not in your wheelhouse and it's the first workout and you sort of have to, you know, dig out, you right. know, and, and sort of keep, stay positive. And I think the second thing is really nutrition. I think people yep. really underestimate, you know, the kind of fuel that they need to provide their bodies over the course of those three days. So, you know, I'm not an expert, but those are the things that I would, yes. you know, focus on as a, you know, as a novice competitor in some of these larger scale, um, competitions to really try Absolutely. to figure out. Um, do you have a nutrition coach or are you kind of on your own at this point? Yeah. So actually I just started um, working with, uh, it's a company called Be Fueled Nutrition. Um, I coach it. Her name is uh, Rachel Skinner. She's also a misfit athlete. Um, so she's been helping me out trying to dial in um, the numbers um, and the timing. Um, so I just started working with her, but um, before that I was just kind of on my own um, just kind of listening to my body, like, oh, is it, is it fatigue? Let me eat some more carbs, you know, everything like that. But, um, I've also been getting a lot of help from Paige in terms of like, like you said, all that, like mindset and, um, the nutrition and all that. She has been so helpful in giving me like little tidbits of advice because she's such a veteran in the sport and has so much experience in the competition setting. And, both her and I recognize that like, you know, this semis experience is going to be so much different than doing quarterfinals in my box where I'm comfortable and I have all my same equipment and, you know, the same people are cheering me on in my similar environment. So she's been 
really helping me and like, you know, giving me little tips on how I can kind of dial everything in and get the mindset right going into the competition. And you guys will be competing against each other, right? Yes, we will. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think I'm right behind her in the standings actually. So, so even, even potentially in the same heat, maybe, maybe next to each other even. Yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder how they'll split up the heats because it's 60 yeah, instead of 30. I don't know if they'll do 15 or 20 at a time. I feel like 10 people in a heat would be a little bit too long of a day. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard four, four, four heats of 15. I've heard three heats of 20. You know, that's a big rig. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know. Hard from a production quality perspective. So not, not really sure how it'll go, but we're, we're going to find out for sure. Right. Yeah. We'll see. Have you, uh, have you started to prepare? What's uh, like, who's taking your coach's pass? Who's coming with you? What yeah. You um, so my boyfriend, Wyatt, will be uh, taking my coach's pass. Um, he's kind of like my main your person. Can he yes. you down he's, and build you up? Mm-hmm. And all that stuff? Good. He has been my biggest supporter, rock therapist, training partner, like through this whole experience. Um, he he's I would give him like the title of my coach. Like I, I, I get the programming from Misfit, but he'll look at it, you know, tell me how to, you know, strategize it, or he'll give me like extra accessories to do to kind of give me like a little bit more weakness work. Um, and he's all, he always trains with me if Paige isn't training with me. Okay. Um, so I'm going to keep him down with me. Um, and then my, my parents are going to be coming down with me too. Um, we'll be staying in a little suite together with a full kitchen and all that stuff. Okay. Um, does Wyatt, do you ever beat Wyatt in workouts? Um, yes. Um, we try to like kind of alter the programming. It's kind of selfish for me, but he understands um, <laughs> to to make it so that's like a little bit more of a competitive race. So that yeah. way I can like reach and try to reach him. Um, so, but before getting this whole like, you know, competitors aspirations um, in my mind, we used to compete at the box together in class all the time. And it was kind of like a, who's going to win McKenna or Wyatt. And uh, it kind of be like a 50, 50, um, you know, depending on the day, but um, he is a night shift nurse. So he doesn't really have like the time or the energy to, you know, have the full competitor aspiration, but he's super fit though. Like he did quarterfinals and he's been, you know, improving every single year. Super proud of them. So, um, yeah, we just have fun with it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts on what's going on with CrossFit these days? Like CrossFit, you know, CrossFit affiliate stuff. You're a coach at your affiliate, right? So, yeah. um, what do you think? I just, I just think that there's a lack of direction and I feel like this year is going to be a super important year for the company um, to see what the heck is going to happen. Um, and I think that we need to kind of bridge this gap in between CrossFit as a company and the CrossFit Games. I feel like they are way too separate right now. And I don't know if we need to kind of bring more games into the CrossFit community or bring more of that CrossFit community into the games something needs to happen where we need to kind of, you know, bridge that gap together. Um, I just, 
I, I don't like how separate it is nowadays. Um, but so that's, there's some rumors I, going around that Dave Castro is going to be a little bit more involved in sort of both, both sides of that. And okay. that kind of speaks to what you're talking about. And Eric says here that Dave Castro has become, has to become a cornerstone in the place that has to bring back some structure and accountability to HQ. Yeah. I think, I think that might happen. Um, I know I'm not sure how this year, like right now for the games, but it's certainly something um, that, that could happen in the future. So yeah, yeah, it's just crazy the you know, the change in ownership and the change in direction and switching gears. And now from an affiliate side, like, do you guys get a lot of support from me? Like, do you use those round table things? Are you getting programming from cap? Like what, what kind of things does your affiliate do to sort of leverage the relationship with HQ, if you assuming so, some insight there. Right. Um, so the affiliate owner, Kalina, she does all the programming okay. for us. Um, we do have like a coach, like uh, all the uh, additional coaches, like we rotate and pick every Friday, but um, Kalina does all the programming for us. And we kind of broken away from like the traditional, like um, CrossFit programming, like format, you know, like traditional, like warm up um Olympic lift or a uh, skill and then like a short um maybe like a 10 to 15 minute workout um our our kind of format is a little bit longer of a workout um with some rest in between um anywhere between like 20 to 30 minutes of a workout um I think we've kind of like figured out that like our um specific like clientele and our athletes prefer like the longer um, style workout just to kind of feel like they get a better workout okay. in. Um, yeah. but, um, yeah, we don't, we don't exactly follow like the stuff that they provide for us. Yeah. I um, was really excited that cap is going to be free now starting in May. And, mm-hmm. um, I had used like some samples of it over the summer cause I do the programming here for my gym. And lately I, we've been using, um, Christy Armo, Christy and Patrick O'Connell's programming from CrossFit Polaris. Um, oh they have a Ibex training that I've been using and incorporating and it's really nice. It's the same thing. Like it sort of elongates the hour um, and makes it, it's a little more tailored towards, you know, the kind of folks that come to my gym, but I was interested in the cap again. I was like, Oh, let me take a look at it. And it's very much like.com, you you know, Mm -hmm. just kind of, I don't feel like it's conducive to a class and you'll get, you know, all of these traditionalists that'll say like, Oh, it's fine. You'll still get fit. Like just do it. You know, you know, mm-hmm. five by five deadlift is your workout for one day. And then like your next day, it's like run a 5k. And then the next day it's whatever. And it's just, it just doesn't, I understand that you're going to get fit, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just not like conducive to a community of people, at least in my affiliate that they'd be into that. Like I, they would complain so much. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all about like giving them like their hour and just, you know, giving them the best hour of my day. So right. they can have their best hour. And I, I think that just that simple, that argument of like, you know, trust the process, trust the process, you know, trust programming. I, I don't, I don't vibe with that. I'm a very much like scientifically based person that needs, yeah. you know, explanation and physiology and everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I completely agree with you. That's cool. Um, well, let's wrap it up here. We'll just take it back to semis. Something you're most looking forward to. Um, like what are your goals for the weekend? What are you hoping to soak up? Yeah, I just, I just want to get out there and I know that's super, you know, cliche, but it's my first, you know, individual competition. And I just, 
I want to have fun. I want to see what it feels like to be on the floor and just doing my best, you know, having, um, I keep telling myself high standards, but low expectations, you know, wanting to give my best every single event, but you know, the outcome doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's going to be such a cool experience for you. Scott, um, the Clydesdale will be there. So he'll awesome. definitely introduce himself to you and, and touch base. And, uh, you know, I hope that all your expectations are met. I want you to eat a lot of food and have a great time and just soak it all in. Oh yes. I'll be eating all the carbs and having just the best time ever. So yeah. thank and then, you. you know, this time next year, when you make it again, we'll have a different conversation about, you know, like which podium spot you're going for. Oh my goodness. Well, we'll, see. Good. we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate your time, McKenna and best of luck to you in the semis. Thanks so much, Kat. Yeah, you're welcome. 